Welcome to ADHD is over, a new podcast on a seemingly old label that we're going to be peeling off. Join my wife, Tatiana, and I as we journey with our family, the Wyden family, through the land of confusing information. We're going to visit both sides and let you decide because the power is with you. Welcome to ADHD is over. Hello, hello, and welcome back to the podcast. If you're new, welcome. If you're coming back, welcome back. And to all of you, I wish you and your loved ones a happy 2024. And we could get into what happy means, but whatever you make it mean this year, I create and wish for you to make that a reality, to manifest that into your lives. That is my wish for you, our listener. And thank you for being a listener, whether you're new or you're returning. And also thank you for letting others in your life know about our podcast. We hear a lot about word to mouth. My friend told me or my parent or my child or, you know, whoever referred us. Uh, Really, really just appreciate that. And if you're interested in our, our ADHD survival guide coaching. It's based on our ADHD survival guide that you can download for free at www. I probably don't need to say the W's anymore. ADHDsover.com. You can download our free, it's a PDF, our free ADHD diagnosis survival guide. And I coach based on that guide as well. I help parents of children with ADHD to really restore themselves to themselves so that their nervous system calms down and their child can co-regulate with the parent's nervous system, hence calming their own nervous system down, which has shown over and over, also scientifically proven, to dissolve such behaviors that we then label as ADHD. So that's the coaching. It's really for you, the parent. There's not much to coach and teach around children. You know, I hear a lot of ADHD coaches I talk about doing things and systems and implementing and this and that. And that's great. Some tips and tricks, absolutely. I think a lot of them work well. But the real work is not Band-Aid. The real work is not a structure that we put in place that hopefully will eventually have this person turn out. But the real work happens when the parents themselves really take full responsibility for restoring their family environment back to a more calm environment from many factors. Obviously, we go back to childhood trauma, we go to current issues, we go to things that really put a child's nervous system into defense mode. And that, to me, is the real work. And that's what I coach. I restore parents back to themselves, to their calm, centered loving, purposeful self. So if you're interested, go to ADHDsover.com. There'll be a pop-up for coaching. You can schedule a free 30-minute exploration session with me on Zoom, and we'll go from there. And this year, I'm excited to be working with about 10 to 12 families. It's about all I can handle time-wise, but I'm so excited. We've already had many sign up, and I'm just excited to get started. Some have started already in December, and I'm just so touched by uh, parents who are aware that there's a lot they can do themselves before they would ever consider making their child the problem, medicating their child, 
and leaving it all over there as in like, it's my child who has an issue. So thank you for being aware and conscious parents, if that's who you are. And I'd love to work with you if you're up for that. So that just a little bit of promo. Um, I'm excited because it's come up. It's been uh, on based on popular demand of parents saying, well, why don't you offer some coaching and can I talk to you? And so thank you, thank you, thank you for inspiring me to do that. It really um, fulfills me and it warms my heart. So let's go to our episode, New Year's Revolution. Interesting kind of play of the words here, right? Not New Year's resolution, but revolution. It's really just a difference of one letter to go from an S to a V. Well, why did I do that? Well, first of all, I wanted to be clever. Here I am. But uh, beyond that, I really wanted to make a, a distinction, the difference between a resolution and a revolution. A resolution usually comes from the domain of doing. We've, we've all heard people say, including ourselves, yourselves, saying, this year, I'm going to go to the gym. This year, I'm going to lose, you know, 25 pounds. This year, I'm going to get a new job. This year, right? So the resolution, and usually based on uh, research, it dies down, I think, three months into the year around March. Most uh, gym memberships that were purchased in January or December, uh, people stop showing up around March or less frequently, right? So you, we can use that as an example for anything. Why is that? Well, it's because a resolution is basically, a, 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 let's say, a, a promise we make with ourselves that we're going to do something differently. Whereas a revolution, it's a re-evolution evolving ourselves, right? When we re-evolutionize something, we evolve something. And when we evolve our being, then our doing will naturally be different. So the reason why I call it a New Year's revolution is because I'm inviting you, our listener, this year, not to get stuck into doing of I'm going to do this and I'm going to not do this or do this or stop this, right? That's all in the domain of doing. I invite you to work in the domain of being. How can you re-evolve yourself? How can you evolve yourself so you can have an inner revolution that has you be more aware of your own patterns, your unhealed traumas, your reactions in life, how you react versus create? By the way, a really good exercise if you write down the words react and create, same amount of letters, same exact type of letters, just rearranged. So how can we not react in life, but create in life moment to moment? Because reactivity is based on the past, right? Red flags or patterns that we, uh, we show again and again, whereas creating is creating in the moment from nothing, a new possibility. And that's really what I wanted to talk about. New Year's revolution is about you evolving into a new being this year, into a re-evolved a revolutionized being who is committed, starts with a declaration, and that's what we did with ADHD is over. We decided for our son or in our lives, and our family, ADHD is over. We still talk about it. We still have the podcast. We still have the coaching and the documentary. But in terms of the label and having our son identify as someone with ADHD or like an ADHD or as they say, or lean into the, well, I can't do this because I have ADHD. 
well, it's because of my ADHD, right? To lean on that, to use that as a crutch in life, it's just not something we wanted. It's just not something I believe is actually effective in creating a confident, unique, unstoppable human being in this life. Someone who's not dependent, meaning somebody who's independent. Dependency comes from depending on an external a substance or person or events to feel whole, whereas independent is not needing anything outside of us. Now, of course, we're all connected. No one can survive by themselves. We're one organism. So when I say independent, it is not disconnecting from the whole, but it is realizing that we individually have the power to heal ourselves. And we do not need man-made external things unless it's an emergency, which ADHD is not scientifically proven that it's not a forever thing, that the, bra the brain can be rewired. It's also scientifically proven that there is no neurochemical imbalance that we can label or specify as a disorder called ADHD. It's also proven it's not genetic when we look at epigenetics. So there's many myths around ADHD that I hear people to this day. This morning I was on a Zoom call. And somebody had talked about ADHD and how that's for life. And, and it's just blows my mind how they literally are repeating sound bites from the mainstream narrative media. And this is not a conspir conspiratorial kind of uh, way to, to, to talk about this. This really is repeated old truths, outdated truths that there's studies even since the 80s. There have been studies uh, in epidemic and um, uh, sorry, epigenetics uh, that actually prove that it's not genetic, that that's an incomplete truth, right? But I don't want to get into this in this episode. I just wanted to say the inner revolution, the New Year's revolution that I'm inviting you to join me in is called I take full responsibility for myself and my life. And your life includes your child. Full responsibility, what does that look like? I am going to respond to everything in life with my utmost power of awareness and presence and love. And I'm going to take on everything as if I had manifested it into my life for a reason, for my higher good. And that includes my child who has this so-called disorder, ADHD. If I were to take full responsibility that that's here for a reason, what could be the possibility, the opportunity for me as a parent to transform in myself first? Remember, our children model after us. We are their role models. They, they co-regulate with us. They're sponges. So we go first. When in doubt, I used to have a mentor that says, when in doubt, you go first in anything in life. When in doubt, you go first. And what that meant for me is like, when in doubt, as a parent with a child that's been diagnosed with ADHD, I go first. I first put my own house in order. I clean up my messes. I bring my shadows into the light. I start working on healing my own childhood traumas. I start working on healing my addictive behavior around whatever that is for you. Could be alcohol, could be sex, could be drugs, could be food, gambling, screens, work. As a parent, by fully taking responsibility and, and, and joining this New Year's revolution, we jump in first and we heal ourselves first. And then we witness our children's so-called symptoms dissolve over time. Now it takes time. It took seven years for our son to really dissolve 
uh, the symptoms, the so-called symptoms, the behavior that we label as ADHD, right? Takes time. They ain't overnight. It's not a, a silver bullet, a quick fix, a one size fits all. But I guarantee you, intuitively, I can guarantee you, and I know that sounds weird and that's not enough for some of you, and I get that. But if you're someone who resonates, right, with our message here, if this resonates with you, I can intuitively guarantee you when you go first and you heal yourself first, you clean up your, your own home space, you put your own home, your house in order first, your children will change. You will suddenly see change that you had no idea and you were told is not possible. You will see it and it will surprise you and it'll warm your heart things will start to happen where you go oh my god my son just did this oh my god he just he's never done this before things will happen or your daughter doesn't have to be a son right but things will start to happen the magic of that is to me so real because i've seen it over seven years now and it's happening more and more those events where i go wow I just worked on this, you know, uh, trauma, childhood trauma. I've been working on stuff for years and I just completed this and put it in the past and And suddenly I see my son say something or do something that's a hundred percent related to exactly the work I've just done. And I go, wow. And he didn't do any work. I didn't do work on him. We didn't send him to behavioral therapy. We didn't try to uh, correct him, try to put him in a individualized education plan. We... All the things that we're told to do, we did not do because I believed that first, before I would ever do that, including giving medication, I would have to, and my boy's mom, same thing. We decided that we're first going to clean up our own shit, heal your own shit first as a parent. So brings us back to our three steps of everything we teach is first. Your child is not the problem. Two, heal your own shit. Three, honor your child. That's aware, aka conscious parenting. If you're interested in that and you're new, listen to more of our episodes. If you're interested in exploring coaching with me, schedule a free 30-minute exploration session via Zoom. It's awesome. I've had amazing conversations with parents who were just like, I don't know what else to do. I'm at wit's ends. What do I do? What do I do? Stressed, lost, like leaves in the wind. And it is my pleasure. It is my skill. It is my commitment to help parents like that, to ground you. Just like I've had to ground ourselves because I didn't find a coach that did what I do now. I found lots of coaches who said, oh, we're going to give you lists and we're going to give you tips and tricks and, and this therapy and we're going to do reward system and we're going to do consequences and all that stuff. Yes, some of that you got to do as parents, right? But no coach ever taught me what I now offer to my clients, which is really to take care of me, the parent, to really work with me to resolve first what I need to resolve before telling my child there's something wrong with you and your brain's not working well and we're going to give you medication and we're going to have to keep you in the the lanes. What do you call those little, um, I can never remember them. When you go bowling, right, for the kids, they put up the side, I don't know, railing, whatever, right? That's not what it's about. 
It's about us going first. And that's what I call the New Year's revolution. So if you're ready to join me in this New Year's revolution of revolutionizing you, the parent, you, the human, then you're in the right place. And I'd love to talk to you. And feel free to share this with friends, family members, anyone you see uh, dealing with ADHD. As, as we say, look, uh, I've been misunderstood many times and I'm used to it by now. But I always say, look, the struggle is real. Yes. The label doesn't have to be. That's our movement, right? Because I hear people say all the time, well, are you saying this is not real? No. Well, the label's made up. So is it real? What does that mean? It's real. Yeah, it's a real label we made up. But what's real is the struggle. And when people talk about, I heard somebody say this morning, well, I have ADHD and therefore I have an addiction. And my answer is no. Um, Well, ADHD, first of all, is a coping mechanism. So it's kind of like an addiction. They have similarities. Um, At the same time, it's not because you have ADHD, you have an addiction. It's because of unhealed childhood trauma. You have a coping mechanism where you can't be in the present moment. So you need to check out and always be somewhere else. And addiction is a coping mechanism as well. So you have coping mechanisms in your life because of unhealed traumas. It's not that you have an addiction because you have ADHD. That's a fallacy. That's actually even medically and scientifically proven. You can look further into addictions um, and coping mechanisms. You'll see the connection quickly. When I saw it, I was like, oh my God, why is no one talking about this? Until I ran into, met Dr. Gabor Mate, who was a guest on our podcast, And he speaks about it all the time. So if you're interested, listen to him. Listen to him when he talks about addiction, when he talks about ADHD as a coping mechanism, not a disorder. That's what I mean when I say ADHD is over. The disorder part is over. The struggle is still there. People still struggle with this kind of behavior. The way their brains are wired to numb out, to check out, right? The coping mechanism to not feel safe in the current moment, in the present. So we have to check out, we daydream or we love to be distracted by stuff. And eventually that can turn into addiction, right? Because an addiction is again, a distraction. Addictions are distractions we can no longer control. That's what makes it an addiction. That's my definition. There's other people have different uh, definitions, but to me, that makes the most sense because I see my own addictive behaviors. And so anyway, just wanted to throw that out there. Uh, we don't say the struggle isn't real, that, oh, you don't have anything, you're just lazy. Absolutely not. That is not true. What I call lazy is somebody who says, well, I have this thing called ADHD, and so because of that, I can't really perform, and so I just have to take medication, and then I'll just do the minimum the best I can, right? That, to me, is being irresponsible, not responsible for your life. To me, that's being living in victim mentality. Well, I have this thing, and so I'm handicapped. And to me, that's lazy. But people with ADHD type of behavior are not inherently lazy. They're just struggling with unhealed childhood trauma. They're struggling with this coping mechanism that they don't know how to rewire their brain in regards to that, right? And that's what I teach. And that takes time, you know, changing behavior takes time. I know it myself because I'm going through rewiring my own brain around addictions, around uh, love, sex, and intimacy. It takes time. It takes time. But every day is a better day for me. And every day can be a better day for you, the parent of a child with ADHD. And I guarantee you that you will soon realize things, patterns in your own family, in your own partnership with your co-parent or relationships or marriages, you will see the patterns that cause 
basically the disturbance, right, for the nervous system of your child so that your child cannot be calm, cannot listen, cannot pay attention. And again, it's not your fault as a parent. You're not to be blamed, but it is your responsibility because it's your child. And responsibility, again, is not fault or blame. It's simply choosing to be aware and ready and responsible to take on your life and everything in your life and to say, I manifested this into my life for a reason. So let me dig and see what opportunity I now have to transform my life into here for my child before I do anything like giving medication or calling my child the problem or saying your brain is broken. That's all we're saying. Anyway, join me in this New Year's revolution. We start today. We start now. Thank you for listening. And until soon, cheers. Cheers.